First of all, welcome to the RBD podcast. Hola, feminosas. Welcome to Quién es la más. Mi nombre es Yi. And I'm Braulio. And like always, before we start, remember to subscribe and rate the podcast. Tell your friends about the show. It would help us immensely to get the word out about our little show here. We appreciate all the support. Today we are talking about La Masraga 2, episode 7, titled La Mas Villainess. <laughs> which I've never heard it pronounced that way. I don't know but, why YouTube, why they have it written like that on YouTube. I feel like they just made a mistake and they just left it like that. Oh, the autocorrect? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. So this week's episode was all about being a telenovela villain. Yeah, what are your general thoughts of this week's episode? Uh, I think this is my favorite episode. I really like the acting challenges. <laughs> I like how they commit to the characters and stuff. Some more successfully than others, but I like seeing them act and like express or use other talents. And it makes me want to watch novelas. <laughs> <laughs> Just the overacting and especially this one because it focused on villains and you know that's like the the villains of the novelas are always like the more memorable characters so yeah i i thought it was a lot of fun i feel like they always end up dying too at the end of a novela either they die or they get sent to jail one of those two <laughs> yeah yeah i mean you gotta get rid of them somehow you the protagonists have to have some sort of relief by the end of the story but it's just like any i don't know like fairy tale like you know all the disney movies the villain always dies too yeah that's true do they i'm trying to think scar dies scar um, does die. jafar uh jafar again ursula no, jafar, there's sequels and stuff ursula dies huh Wow. Um, Be Beauty and the Beast. Um, what's his name? Gaston dies. Um, no, he doesn't. Oh, yes, he does. Yes, he does. Because they're going to make um, a, pre a prequel. So I was like, wait, no. But it's a prequel. Yeah. Lady and the Tramp. Lady dies. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's true. Um. Anyways, who... Like, who's your favorite or was somebody that you remember, like a villana from a telenovela that really like, stands out to you? Because I have mine. All the ones that they named in this episode. <laughs> like, I do remember, I don't remember specific names, but <laughs> like the one from La, La Usurpadora. And we've talked about the Trillizas from Lazos. The Amor, is that what it's called? Mm -hmm. That was really memorable, especially for the ending. Um, who else? I mean, of course, and they um, Johnny name drops her, but Soraya. Oh, yeah. She, I mean, she's like viral. She's her own meme. <laughs> but she's so good. Oh, and then <laughs> Chantal and Dere in um, Marimar. I always remember that scene with the mud um, that was mine that is yeah that's my like most memorable moment i think of a novela yeah yeah i love that um, i think it's just something about it that just like it really like disturbed me right right me too and it and it pays off in the end because the roles swap 
by the end between the villain and the protagonist and Thalia does that to her yeah <laughs> that's insane and I, I wonder who thought about that. well okay so it's a remake but I don't know if in the original they had anything like that I guess we should say what we're talking about because people are going to be like uh, what are they what scene <laughs> <laughs> well yeah Marimar Marimar so there's a scene towards the uh, beginning of the show of the novella where the villain played by Chantal Andere, who's like the rich, snobby girl who's actually the sister of the main guy, I guess, who Marimar falls in love with. And so this lady, this villain, she, I guess, has revenge or something or to try to make Marimar feel insignificant. They, she throws like, is it a necklace or like a bracelet or something? It's a bracelet. Bracelet, right? Mm-hmm. She throws a bracelet and I, I think it has some sort of meaning be, in the story, but I don't remember who, maybe someone, maybe the brother gave her the bracelet or something, but she throws it in the mud and then, she tells Marimar to pick it up with her mouth. And she does. <laughs> yeah. I would love to watch that telenovela, but like the short version. Because it has a lot of episodes. Yeah, but it, they're only 30 minutes long. Well, it's, no. I don't know. It's it, it was edited to be an hour long, but they're, they were originally 30 minutes. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, that was yeah. mine. <laughs> that was like, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, as soon as he said her, I was like, yes, yes, and yeah. yes. And that that moment like clicks in your mind as soon as he yep. says that. Exactly. Um, all right, so let's get into it. Johnny Carmona meets the girls backstage and introduces this week's challenge. The contestants are to act in a telenovela scene where they play classic evil villains. Cristian Chavez comes in to help the girls with their acting scenes, or tries to, I guess. And the winner of this acting challenge will be named La Mas Villana. So for those who don't know who Cristian Chavez is, he's he was part of a... Well, first he was an actor, and then he was part of the group RBD or Rebelde, which was huge pretty much all over the world, but mostly in Latin or Spanish-speaking countries. And um, yeah, he's part of that group. It's a it's a it's a music group, boy band? No, what is it? What is it called? Just a Yeah, like a music a band, a band, I guess. Right? Like a pop band. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. yeah, that's him. And he came out like once. With, did he come out when he was in RBD or after? My, I think it was like at least towards the end of everything. Oh, okay. Like I don't think it had finished yet or they hadn't disbanded. I think it was like towards the end. Yeah, probably. That's when they needed the the push. <laughs> the boost. <laughs> yeah, the boost. Um. So we already talked about how we felt about the challenge. It was cute. Awesome. Anything that Johnny said, did it stand out to you? He didn't go over like his usual spiel. He didn't. There was no history lesson. He just talked about basically what we talked about, just the the villains of the the novelas. And um, yeah, just named some of them and just kind of like guide them as to what they need to aspire to for the challenge mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie I thought Christian Chavez was a it was a big get for this show don't you think like the show is on YouTube it's not like on a network or anything mm-hmm. yeah I mean I don't know how uh, in demand he is now <laughs> But 
he was like super famous at one point and i don't know if i don't again i don't know like you said how in demand he is but he's in la casa de las flores this last season so, oh really yeah i i think i somehow knew that but i didn't i haven't catched up i think he's having his like moment of like resurgence thanks to la masdraga i think <laughs> Um, I mean, now I think, I feel like uh, all of them, all of the RBD members are more acting at this point. What they uh, should be doing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you think, I think it's part of like, I think they're going to get back together for sure. Except Definitely. for Alfonso, maybe. But I think they're going to get back together because it's going to happen. Like, they're all going to need the money and they're going to want, yeah. you know. Yeah, they'll have a reunion at some point, definitely. Yeah, I think, I don't know about Alfonso, like you say, just because I feel like he's been, he's like crossed over a little bit to like the American um, market tv shows and american yeah like to hollywood like he's been in a few shows i think he uh in on netflix too i think he has i don't know i just remember i, I remember seeing him and things randomly i'm like oh what is he doing here so i feel like he's trying to make it here so i don't know that he would come back but at the same time i feel like if one member is missing, it kind of it kind of ruins things. You hear that, Spice Girls? You hear that, Victoria? <laughs> I know. Um, I mean, Victoria. I mean, first of all, welcome to the RBD podcast, <laughs> and we're about to start the Spice Girls one. <laughs> yeah, I think she's not missed because she's not like not she was kind of like the more subdued one but obviously she is part of the group and they've done it without her so obviously it's still successful but it's just like iconic to have everybody together yeah yeah it just feel it feels like she is like it just feels sour like a bad taste like it's just like Um, why aren't you wanting to do it it's not gonna be like a whole long production it'll only be for a few months probably and that's it yeah i think that's just how she's always kind of been like she's she's posh spice she's like fashion and fashion people are like oh like i don't want to do that that's for people who need money or whatever um i'm just kidding i love posh but um anyways uh let's go into the little rehearsal um so alexis has to put the groups together because she won last week and she decides to put herself with hope star and sofia and guajardo are together which i'm like hmm why wouldn't she choose to be with Sophia? Because she's been doing super well. I think she went based off of just who she likes. Yeah. Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, he, she admit, admits that. But just strategically, if you want to win, work with someone you know that has a reputation, I guess. A good reputation in the competition. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. I mean... She did what she did, but I just feel like usually you would think they would choose someone who's who's showed that they can do good things. Yeah, and um, and so Christian Chavez is the the person like that's the helping director of this of the scenes. Yes, and at first, I mean, I was like, you know, they should have got an actual villain because I don't think he's ever played a villain. As far as like a mm. telenovela, like they should have gotten um, like maybe I don't know somebody who is available and is willing to do it, but I think that would have been fun to to see like this actress like just 
you know, tell all their secrets like, oh, no, you do it this way. I mean, he was kind of doing that, but I don't know. I just felt like it would have been better for somebody else to do it. Did anything stand out in this? By the way, I now know how to slap people on camera. Thanks to Christian Chavez. (laughs) As opposed to all the slapping you do off camera. (laughs) Yeah, my problem is like not showing it. Or not, <laughs> or, I don't know. Capturing it on on film. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that slap thing. I'm like, and I feel like, I feel like someone wants to go to the challenge, but I feel like someone didn't. Some some of them didn't listen to what he was saying, and when they were in the moment, they didn't take the. They didn't remember to do it how he said to do it. And yeah, so I guess it's Guajardo and Sofia that go um, and do like a little scene first. Um, mm-hmm. They're playing daughter, daughter and mother, just kind of fighting and arguing. I don't remember the rest of the setup. But they're just like not getting along. Yeah, I mean they're just kind of like, and I, I don't know. It it was definitely not improvise at least not the whole thing they definitely had a script but they didn't even show them getting a script or or writing it if they were the ones who wrote it so that was a little confusing what but... i think happened is they got an outline of what the scene was and then they had to kind of improvise some of the lines so you yeah. know they got like oh mom is asleep she has to come in and wake her up. And then at the end, they both drive off. And then, but then the rest of it was kind of them making up the words. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they were kind of like working through it as, as they went. And Christian was um, interrupting them in like the middle of the scenes just to, I guess, give them some guidance. Both teams, I guess, were hard on Sophia and then. Alexis and Hope Star. I think for Alexis and Hope Star, he told them, like, I don't even know if he told them. Well, I think he did. But that they should, like, be more over the top with their acting and their characters and not to be afraid to, I don't know, like, make a fool of themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah i mean i i definitely could see that they as i've said throughout the season like those two alexis and hopestar are the ones who lacked a little bit of confidence in in at moments um as opposed to i don't know what hardo who has too much confidence <laughs> with nothing to back it up I'm <laughs> but yeah what did you what did you think or was there something that you saw? Not really. I mean, it was kind of um a pretty basic scene. I just why is Guajardo breathing so hard? Like he came in like like Mama Este chico me quiero obtener. It's like what happened? Were you running? Were you running from somebody? Like why are you breathing so hard? Do you have asthma? Do you need to take a break? Do you need to breathe in a paper bag? I don't know. Like, it was just one of those notes that I would have been like, girl, take a step. Like, you know, maybe she was nervous. Maybe that's why she was breathing hard. But it just didn't. It was distracting. I think it was the way that she was playing her anger, I guess. Like, she was furious. Um, But instead, yeah, it sounded like she was just running or something and uh, was trying to catch her breath. Yeah, I didn't like that. That's not you play being mad. Like, who breathes when they're mad? I'm so mad at you. <sighs> no, that doesn't happen. That doesn't happen unless you've been running a mile and then you catch up to the person that you're mad at or something. And then you can breathe hard. But, yeah, I... I just didn't like her take on it. And I don't even remember she if she improved on the scene. I think she still kept breathing. 
I don't know. <laughs> she still kept breathing. I don't want her <laughs> to breathe. Why is she breathing? Can she just not breathe? Um, <laughs> and then the legs. <laughs> and then the Lexus and Hope Star. I I agree with with Christian was saying. He was saying just get more into it. Like don't be afraid to be stupid and make a fool of yourself. And they both needed that because they they did seem a little timid and. Obviously, we've seen that from Alexis, and now we see it from Hopestar even more in this scene. But, um, yeah, other than that, um, I think he just gave them good good notes. I don't know if they had a paper and pen and took the notes, but they should have. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they were just they were just getting into their scenes, so it was just a lot of kind of yeah, not a lot of notes being given. Yeah. Um, I guess we can just go into the runway. So, vamos a la pasarela. La categoría es la más villana. And the first one up is it's Guajardo. Guajardo. Oh yeah, Guajardo. Were they well, first of all, were they even instructed to show like a look? I don't remember Johnny saying you guys have to come up with mm. a with a look. No, I mean it kind of involved the acting challenge, so which was kind of weird because Obviously, they didn't change from the runway to the acting challenge. And it looked a little strange at points. <laughs> like, why are they wearing that? Yeah. For some of them. Because this outfit that she's wearing is definitely not runway ready. <laughs> <laughs> it, it just doesn't look like a villain. It doesn't give me anything but villain. I mean, anything. But, like, um, like it looks like. She's wearing a robe. It doesn't look anything special, like anything special. Yeah. This is... So, she's supposedly playing Ruby from the telenovela Ruby, <laughs> which I've never seen, but apparently it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, I, I couldn't stop staring at her camel toe. But <laughs> and I don't know. Oh, yeah. What was that? That was so weird. It was like a strip of, yeah. What was it? Like just like a little strip of fabric across her couch, yeah. and it was just like, yeah. I guess maybe it's part that? of the storyline. We don't, we've never seen that novela, so we don't know. Oh um, yeah, but uh, I didn't really like it at all. Like, okay, I didn't like the look, and I didn't like her performance. She was just like kind of. I don't know, standoffish and angry. And she didn't look like, I don't know, like villainous. Like she didn't look like a villain. She didn't act like one. Uh, Like at the end, when she's walking off of the runway, she just crosses her hand. Like she's having a tantrum or whatever. Instead of, I guess she got that from Margarita. Yeah. But yeah, and then, yeah, the look is just a mess. Like, what is it? Is it a dress? Is it a skirt? Is it, it's, it's not even a complete thing. And, 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 you know, she's just trying to look, it's one of those look, those looks where it's nothing more than, okay, here, I'm pretty. That's it. There's nothing more. Yeah, to it's it. my everyday look. <laughs> and I'm surprised the judges didn't say anything about that. They just let her get away with it. And they, some of them even say that they really liked it. I'm like, what? And she's holding a Jeffree Star mirror. Ew. Bye. No. Is that what that is? Yes. The next one up is Hope Star. And so Hope Star, do you recognize the look? I want to say it, it like gave me like that 90s villain person. But I cannot pinpoint this look. No, I have never seen it, but I've have all I've always wanted to see this novella. Um, it's an old one. 
want to say, I don't know why I want to, I want to say like 80s or 70s. Could be like early 90s, but so it's all over the place. I have no idea <laughs> what year, but it's called Cuna de Lobos. And, you know, the the look is just very memorable. If you've seen the novella, um, the lady has that eye patch and everything. Um, I don't know. I, so as far as this look goes, I I really like it. It's a it's a little simple, a little toned down, I guess, because it's just like a suit. And the only thing that kind of calls your attention is a little feathers that she has over one one shoulder but i like i like her execution of the whole thing because yeah i mean if you if you look at a side-by-side picture of her and the character she just she nailed it i think and i like how she had that little reveal with the sunglasses and she showed us (laughs) her star Uh, I didn't know this was a reference, but I just, I just looked it up and it's, yeah, I love the fact that she, I guess they all did maybe, but like you said, um, Ojalá was playing Ruby. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't know, but even without me knowing, I loved it. I thought she looked like a villain. Like I was like, oh yeah, right. that's a villain. And her attitude too, and the way she was like laughing and smiling it, I liked it a lot. Um, yeah. The only like, thing almost, with the thing with the poison or whatever, I feel like she should have picked something else that she couldn't run the risk of like dropping it. Um, That way mm. she doesn't have to have that worry as she walks on the stage. But, um, you know, that's a common thing. You're poisoning someone. On, it's on very the, common. You know, <laughs> yeah, I've done it. <laughs> Like I said, I loved it. I thought it was, I think it gave me the most villain out of everybody. And it almost looked like Quentin Tarantino meets Telenovela. Kind Quentin of. Tarantino ripped it off from Cuna de Lobos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and by the way, Cuna de Lobos came out in 1986. Yeah, I thought so. Oh. So, yeah, I liked it. I thought she dragged it up. And it was great. I loved it. She was carrying a gun, so hopefully it's not loaded. Yeah. Wait, is it even a gun? No. It's supposed to be, but I don't know what she made it out of. It looks like she made it with something. I don't know. She definitely, yeah, she made it with something. Toilet paper roll. (laughs) I wouldn't be surprised. Just bedazzle it. Um, And the next queen is... Sofia Jimenez, mm-hmm. which sounds like a telenovela character or somebody that would be like the protagonist. Sofia Jimenez. Um, what did you think? Instead of, instead of like Guajardo, Guajardo is supposed to be the telenovela villain and that doesn't even sound like telenovela. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, she was pretty cool. They were, she had what a couple of reveals but that first look i was like what is that why is she wearing a mumu it that was not cute i guess maybe she just wore it to protect her other look from her pillows when she was shaving her head on stage mm-hmm. uh, which i thought it and th- that was her really like shaving it i believe <laughs> it looked like thank um, god because it was fried as hell um maybe she was saving it for this moment and yeah i think it was really effective and her acting on stage was uh effective as well and she was portraying someone i think her name is tamara from el privilegio de amar which it's i feel like i've seen it but i don't remember it and one of the one of the reveals where she like so first she she takes off that muumu and then she has oh she takes off her her leopard pants mm-hmm. um and they kind of get stuck on or one of her legs and 
So that was a little clumsy. She shouldn't, I don't know either. And she's usually like really on top of that stuff. Like she's practiced it and knows how to execute it. But this time it didn't look good. I, I mean, it wasn't my favorite look. I think Hobes was my favorite, but this was, I think, well, my, there's only four. <laughs> this was my third. <laughs> uh, my third out of four. Um, because the first one, like the first look, I know you said it was a moo, but I thought it gave me like a little like senora living in her, like a rich senora living in her mansion. And she's just like planning on how to kill the new criada or something. Um, and I just didn't understand how that became like this kind of dominatrix in a way. Yeah. I was kind of confused by that. And then before that, then she shaved her head, which I was even more confused because I didn't know if it was just for the effect or it was actually a character. Do you know if this character that she based it off of, if it was if she actually shaved her head in the telenovela or she does, yeah. Oh, okay. she does, and she's wearing like a leopard thing. But I think hers is just like a like a leopard jacket or something like that. She went all out with that pattern in this one, and I don't, I don't know the rest of the storyline. That would seem to me like one of the things that a character would do towards the end of their storyline, and maybe they, they would just like, I don't know, drive off a cliff or something. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if she transforms into this leopard soldier whatever warrior that Sophia was showing us because that yeah i don't know maybe you gotta watch the show to for it to make sense or maybe she just made it up i don't know i think she just made it up but but it was it was good it was good like it gave me villain tease it didn't give me villain like her attitude gave me more villain than the look i think so i think Mm -hmm. that's what sold it uh, so the next and last queen is Alexis Tres XL. What did she think? Um, so she was playing Lucio Fed from Serafine, which is like a, I think, late 90s telenovela for kids where they had like this uh the cg before there was pixar no oh no there was pixar already but before they had any pixar in mexico i guess it was very like yeah just awful cg little angel character and so she was playing alexis was playing the the bad guy in that and yeah i think she played it well i love I love the look too. Overall, the what she's wearing and it doesn't look like a costume to me. It looks really, yeah, really well made. And the flourishes that she did with her makeup definitely added to the overall look and, and performance. Um, and she she burned poor little Seraphine <laughs> with the. She had like a staff with. She likes pyrotechnics. So she had a staff that had like little sparks flying off of it. Yeah, I I really liked her. She it was an overall cool performance that she gave on the runway. I thought she was playing the villain from Pocahontas. <laughs> I could see that too. They have the same facial hair. Yeah, I was like, where's Pocahontas? Where's the puppy? Where like, are you trying to take somebody's land? What's happening? But I didn't know this was from that. <laughs> I I love how you... How, how do you know these these characters? Did they I say them up. <laughs> Um. Oh. Yeah, if you listen, they'll say it. But also, yeah, I looked them up. Some of them I, I knew. Like, I, I knew the Cuna de Lobos lady. Even though I've never seen it. Like, I've seen images of her. So I knew that literally Ruby just, I can see it now, but it just looks like a generic pretty lady to me. So that didn't even spark in my mind. Um, Yeah, I didn't know 
<laughs> I didn't know what Sofia did either. But for this one, like I recognize a little, the little Seraphine that she had in the cage. I recognize that. I, I've seen it somewhere. So then I just Googled that. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I, I really, really liked it. I think she, she went to a different place and the other ones like she's always doing these kind of like she said like cosplay and this is very costumey but it also is a villain in a telenovela so it it fits in with a theme and the fact that she made a wand i'm like yes i want that like it looks so like so much fun i i think she should have like put some gasoline on seraphine so he could set him on fire <laughs> because well, i think she would have set the stage on fire because <laughs> i was expecting that to happen i was like oh, okay she's gonna like burn this little fairy person and um what'd you call him <laughs> <laughs> um so hope i mean so i i think it was very successful it was very successful it it did throw me off because she uses this look in her mm-hmm. performance and the acting challenge, which I don't know why they didn't have them change. Mm-hmm. But but yeah, overall it was great. I think she she was my second uh, favorite, and um, I can yeah. There's nothing nothing I can say about it. I mean the the look is right, and she changed her makeup, which is I think they've been telling her to do that in the competition like to really change it up so this was a good week this is a good mm-hmm. week for miss alexis mm-hmm. okay so let's talk about the actual challenge so first up i believe was it was alexis right alexis and hope star mm-hmm. were the first two and so alexis was playing the i guess she was the the servant and mm-hmm. And then Hope Star was playing the the rich lady. Yeah. Um, the, the rich villain who's like looking or who hired Alexis to murder someone and she fails to do it. So that kind of devolves into the whole scene. I personally really liked it and I was really impressed by both of them. They showed to me, they showed a lot of confidence and a lot of growth from the beginning to where they're at right now. Of course, there could there could always be improvement um, as far as and I think the judges mentioned like projection. There were some lines that are a little you you, you kind of miss if if you don't pay attention. And I think Alexis has the tendency to talk too fast. And probably, probably because of nerves, but because I, I, I don't think it was like a choice that she made for the character, which it could have worked, but I feel like it was more nerves and it, it was hard to understand some of the, the lines though. Or, or, or she would try to make a joke and because she was saying it so fast, you don't, you don't have the time to react to it and, and laugh at it. it. So it takes you like a couple seconds after even though they've moved on in the story with something else, like you're, you're like, Oh, that was, that was a good joke. So I think that kind of, um, through their acting, uh, a little off, but I think overall I really liked it and I laughed a lot. And I think both of them had really good chemistry and they knew how to play off of each other. They had, the moment where um, Alexis drops an earring or something. Yeah, I think it's an earring. And Hobestar just reacts to it by saying like, oh, uh, they're, they're like cheap earrings. So I don't, I'm not going to bother with it. Something like that. So I don't know. I just feel like they had each other's back and they, they were really fun to watch. I agree. I like them. I thought they were my favorite group. I mm-hmm. I thought their characters were more fleshed out. I think they got more into their characters than the other two. And I liked Hope's character. I do think 
like I said, I didn't expect this to be perfect because they're not actresses, but I, I thought they did a great job. I thought, um, that hope star committed and she stayed in, in the scene and that's why she was able to kind of react to that moment really quick because she was, mm-hmm. she was in the character. And um, I do agree that, like you said, like some of the lines were lost. I think because they, they were trying to play for the camera instead of for like the, the, the judges. So for the judges, mm-hmm. they got lost. But for us, I think we caught more of it than what they did. But I thought it was really successful. Like, like, yeah, it was it was good. Like they both did really really good. Alexis played that character a little. Like I could see like like the like the thing that Christian said that she she needs to go for it more. Like, don't be afraid to be to look don't stupid. Uh huh. Yeah. I could see that. Like I could see some. Like she kind of was like a little like holding back, like she could have, she could have had like more peaks and valleys in her performance. Um, but again, this is like a stupid little scene. So who cares? They did great. They made, they, they made me laugh that, that line about Letal having poison. It was great. Cause <laughs> she kind of broke the fourth wall and reference to, to Letal who, you know, she didn't be part of the scene, but she is in that sense. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was great. I liked it. Uh, the next group, I don't like as much as I like this group. Um, it was Guajardo and Sofia. And I think the weak link here was Guajardo. And yeah. and just to set it up the scene, I guess, um, Guajardo's playing the, the daughter, like this, I guess, this bratty daughter called Margaret Ia. I guess, <laughs> like you said. And then Sophia is playing the mother, like the overbearing mother. They're both kind of villains. They are both villains, and they're kind of trying to take uh, this one person down, right? Because somebody's trying yeah. to take advantage of her, or what's happening? I, I don't, don't know. I didn't really that's why I'm just like, what does it mean? Um, yeah. So that's what confused me. And I just didn't think Guajardo had the chops like she was just very flat one note. very one note yes and that note was flat it was a flat <laughs> note and she she just didn't i don't think she 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 ever i think she was probably better in her in her rehearsal than this one right i can say the same thing for sophia like um, in the rehearsal, she did something with like her lips, where she they were quivering, um, because that was after Christian told her like, "Look at the camera," and this is um, Christian referenced someone, some actress, but uh, and when he told Sophia this, like she did it, and it was it was awesome. Like I I was like laughing because <laughs> she wasn't breaking; like she kept like quivering her mouth and. As, as Guajardo was like talking to her. Um, and then I don't know if it was the editing or whatever, but they didn't even, she didn't do this. She didn't do that in, in the actual performance. And, and as far as like Guajardo goes, I feel like, I don't know. The judges didn't tell her this, but I think she had the same problem as like hope stars i mean like they she, she didn't go over the top enough with with it either and yeah it was just i think it started pretty strong with again they had a moment where they broke the fourth wall and they were like naming the girls that had left in the competition just making a joke out of it and they also mentioned letal so maybe letal is a writer of this of these <laughs> scenes but yeah i think they started pretty strong pretty strong and i was happy where they were going but i think eventually it just the whole scene just lost me and they were not making me laugh anymore and i just lost interest by the end even though it was super short yeah i don't think their chemistry was was there like the other two um Mm -hmm. i don't know i don't know something happened between the rehearsal and this 
it felt like they were each like they weren't a team like they were not there for each other it was more like okay i'm doing my part and you're doing your part and they were not playing off of each other to me and i referenced this earlier but wajardo when she did her slaps they look they did not look convincing or anything and she kept like the way she was positioning in front of the stage it, it was like off to the side so you couldn't even see her face and she didn't know where her place was her placement and this was something that Christian was telling them and she didn't listen so anyways this was the scene it was it was good to have this acting challenge I guess they're always gonna have these acting challenges at the end I would love to have something like with more girls in it like maybe in the beginning or something where we can have more more of the girls be challenged in this way instead of just, you know, making looks. So hopefully they bring that for the next season. Mm-hmm. And they actually, they probably can't afford somebody to write a script. So they're just like, here you go. Just do something yeah. with, with these uh, characters. So maybe they'll get somebody to write a, a script next time. And although this was fun, so I don't, I don't know. I'm okay with what they did. Yeah, I guess because it was like they're them kind of putting in their own uh, personalities in a yeah. way. And it was their interpretation instead of just like playing this one character. So, I mean, that was fun to, fun to see. Um, all right. So after the judges critiques, the producers decide to throw yet another twist. All four girls are up for elimination and have to lip sync to Este Hombre No Se Toca and Déjame Volver Contigo by Rocio Banqueles, Banqueles, I think, and Dulce. In the end, Hope Star is the last queen of the season to be added to the drag altar. So, what did you think? First of all, Dulce, I don't know who that is. Um, I thought it was, um, for a minute, she looked like, uh, what's the lady's name? She was blonde, like really big in the 90s. Beauty? Beauty, yes. I thought it was Beauty for a second. Um, I, I know who Dulce is. I never listened to her, but I know, yeah, I mean, she's a singer, and like a pop pop singer in Mexico. By the way, she said she liked all of them, which I was like, what are you doing in this competition? Why are, why are you here? You liked all of them? No. Some of them were bad. She, Mostly she's a new <laughs> She's a new Yadi. I think Yadi has been like she's gotten a little bit more confidence and has actually been a critic this season so, so they need yeah. someone to be the good guy and then after they send them to the back she's like okay these bitches were fucking <laughs> shit their costumes were shit they did not know how to deliver the lines it was like okay now you don't agree now you saying that they were not that great okay sure kind of going with that letal <sighs> during the judgment letal just says y'all do not did not impress me y'all do not look like finalists <laughs> i was like ouch <laughs> poor girl especially because i really liked two of them so i don't know what they were seeing or what was missing to them i guess i don't i don't know what they wanted but somehow it was all pre-planned yeah, it was all yeah. it was like we already know that we're gonna have a bottom four so Judges, make sure to say that no, nobody's shining. That's the worst thing to do, like to lie and say to your to to these girls that are, are in your competition are, that are supposed to be like the best of the best. Oh, none of you are great. Why? Why would you do that? Yeah, they didn't even have any mas y menos. They didn't vote like that, like they usually do, and they they just basically. During the deliberation, they just 
discussed how uh, how crappy the girls were. <laughs> uh, and I didn't agree. And I don't agree that they should have all lip synced. I think if I don't know, they could have judged them by teams and have that team lip sync against each other. I don't know, because to me, Alexis and Hope Star did really well. They did everything that was asked of them. And they had the best looks. Yeah, exactly. Best looks, best scenes. So what more did they want? That's, yeah, it just, it does not give me hope for the next season because this was just blatantly produced this whole season in order to keep Wahada in the competition because she was definitely, to me, she was absolutely in the bottom this week. I can see why they wouldn't want Sophia to be in the bottom because it's not like she did bad. She just didn't. She wasn't as good as the other two, but then they could have just eliminated Guadalupe, <laughs> which we've we've been saying so much. And yeah, I think I, I feel I feel bad for saying it, but it's just like it, it irks me that other girls had left when when their time it wasn't their time yet and guajardo has not stepped up she had like two good weeks really good weeks and then from then on it's like why i agree and that's why paris bang bang left the fucking show because she's not even on there (laughs) where did she go right like all of a sudden (laughs) she's gone so we thought it was a one-time thing that the Veneno was going to be at the altar saying goodbye to the girls, but it happened again. <laughs> so I don't think Paris is coming back. But yeah, so all four have to lip sync. And the oh, yeah. way they did it was just like super stupid. Like, ugh. Why? Like I get... I get why they don't want four of them on stage at the same time. But one, how did you come to the conclusion of putting these pairs together? And also as a viewer, just like the they did the whole split screen. And it, I just, it felt really unfair. Like, especially like for us, like we're, where do we put our attention? There's so much going on on screen. And yeah, it's like you have to depend on the edit of the episode to actually develop an opinion or that or like watch, <laughs> watch the um, the lip sync 50 billion times just to watch every single one of the girls. It was just too. Yeah, no, I, I did not like that. It, it seemed really manipulative. It was very messy. I was like, what the hell kind of editing is going on? Like, who is doing this editing? Like, the, why would you put a like a split screen where it's supposed to be everybody in the bottom, everybody against each other? Oh, but we're going to put two and two. Like, how does that even make sense? If they would have made two and two and then the last one winners or whatever do something like that, where whoever wins the lip sync between the two of them, gets to move on or something something like that but they didn't even do that they were just like oh no we're just gonna decide based off of this like no that's not how you do it that's not fair and, and it's truly we we relied on the editing because for like maybe 30 seconds it was just fixed on Sophia, and i was like mm-hmm. i couldn't even see half of hope's face because it was like a split screen so i was just looking at Sophia. And obviously, I guess they were trying to show her that she was doing better. But how do we know? Yeah, and I figured, I figured they were gonna kick out Hobestar, and I don't think she deserved it. I think, I think she she should have made it to the finale. Uh, once I saw them put up their little signs, and this time they, when they had the signs with the faces, they flipped it to they're picking getting kicked out instead of who's staying and once i saw them the first one put hope star i'm like okay 
shit. Here it goes. Exactly what I didn't want to happen. Yeah, I would like them to be like, this is why. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you sending her home? Tell her why. Don't just be like, Back oh, yeah. Up, yeah. Just voting you out because obviously you did a great job. And you did a, you had a great outfit, but you're still in the bottom. Like, it's so dumb. Uh, okay. Anything else that you want to say about this episode? I like Hope Star's speech at the end. Um, I think she left gracefully, if undeservedly, but she was not messy or anything. And yeah, so we have our finalists. Alexis Tresequicele, Sofia Jimenez, and Guajardo. Guajardo. <laughs> yeah, the three final girls, which um, if it's based on last season, it's going to be a very look heavy, the, the finale. And I don't think Guajardo has served amazing looks, so I think it's between Alexis and Sofia. Yeah. If it's okay. like last season. Even though, even even then, like, even lip syncing, I would still put Alexis and Sofia. Like, well, how are those not great at lip syncing? Sorry. Yeah, she was wearing a mask, <laughs> like, a couple of two, uh, two episodes back or whatever it was. So, yeah, no. Uh. And, like, I know we're hating on her, but, like, this is the competition, and she's not doing great, and the, keeping her around. I'm sure she's great, like, in Instagram. She's a great little queen, probably. She has, like, when she has time to put looks together, I'm, I'm sure she's like really, really good. But just in this competition, yeah. like it's just not, it's not working out. That's not working out, sis. Like, and the producers are dragging you along, so it's it's very frustrating. And mm-hmm. um, that's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah, it was a good episode up until the whole judging stuff, but. I liked all the scenes and stuff that they did. So next week, we have two episodes left. So we have the finale. And right before that, we have the reunion, which I think we'll do a combination of the two episodes for our final La Más Dragados episode. And I think we'll come up right in time for the third season. Yeah, unless it's super eventful, which I doubt it. And and then we can do like maybe a super long episode for that uh for the finale and the the reunion, but for sure I think it's going to be one episode cuz there's no way we would be covering season 3 and the finale and that just we're better producers than that, so we're not doing that. <laughs> We're not going to split screen and do all this. No. How do you split screen in a podcast? <laughs> so anyways, <laughs> we, uh, we are done. Thank you guys so much for for listening and for joining us this week. Um, where can they find you online? Um, you can follow me at Hello Braulio, H-E-L-L-O-B-R-A-U-L-I-O. And follow the podcast at Guinness La Mas on Instagram. We'll post the looks of this episode for y'all to follow along as you listen to the episode. So y'all know what the looks are like. And all y'all should really watch those little sketches that they did. They were really funny. And you can email us at GuinnessLamasPodcast at gmail.com. Send us any comments. Yeah, anything you want to ask us. or um, Again, don't forget to subscribe. It really helps us. Um, rate us. Five stars only. <laughs> Even if you hate us. Five stars only. Um, and where can they find you? Yee yee. You can find me on Instagram at yes, it's yee. That's y e s i t s y i y i. Again, thank you guys so much for joining us, and I am praying and 
praying and hoping to to who? Who's the drag? Um, let that RuPaul? Lorena Herrera? <laughs> Somebody. That season three. Yeah. To all the past drag, uh, what is it called? Dead people. I don't know. <laughs> I, I dead people. And sisters. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, that season three is so much better and not as produced. Even though this is a good season, I feel like just the producing was a little, it's a little much. But anyways, thank you guys for joining us. And we will see you next week. Bye. Mamá, este chico me quiere obtener.